back to Runway to College. I'm Kim, a former Stanford admissions counselor and a mom to a high school junior. That's me. Beckett. What? Okay, he can't do a formal introduction. Too cool for school. Some would say. Not many, but some. Some. This week we're going to be talking about college tours and why take a tour, should you take a tour, and when to do it. There are two reasons to take a tour. One is to show demonstrated interest. And the other one is to get a feeling for the school. Yeah. The demonstrated interest you could show in other ways. You do not need to be on campus to show demonstrated interest. And not Mm -hmm. all schools care about demonstrated interest. I remember being in the lobby at the admissions offices at Stanford. And a woman and her daughter came in and they said, okay, we're here for the tour. Where do we put down our email and sign in? And the person at the front desk was like, we don't do sign-ins. You know, it's fine. Yeah. And they got really upset because at the, like other schools yeah. make you do this, other schools, and they had already signed up for the tour, so that was already organized. Yeah. But they wanted their name on the list of we were here and we saw your school and remember that. And Stanford is one of the schools that yeah. truly does not care. They know that this that they will have applying. demand. They know that they don't need to be doing all this. Exactly. Why spend the effort and cost on tracking this when they know that. If they're going to accept a student, the odds are pretty high that they're going to be accepting that position and they don't need to show it. But some other schools really do care. They're smaller schools. They want to make sure that they are accepting students that care about the school. Yeah. So that's why it's good to show demonstrated interest. And we'll get into that a little bit more after. But for me, the real reason to go look at a school is that you get a feeling. Yeah. Of the environment, vibes as you might call them now. I hate that word, but whatever. That's gotta be racist. That I hate vibes? Yeah. No. A school could be a good match on paper, but that doesn't mean it's a good match in reality. School could be great for someone else, but it might not work for you. Or it could look like it checks all your boxes. Like, oh, they have this program, they have this club, it's gonna be great, and then you get there and it just feels off. Yeah. I mean, it's like everyone is like, oh my God, Harvard's such a great school. But if you don't, if you want somewhere that's nice, sunny all the time, and you don't want that, like, obviously it's like, it's just to everybody. Like each school is very like uh, subjective if you like that school. And then going on a tour could give you feel to see if that is like your school. That's really what it is. And sometimes you don't even need to tour. Just walking the campus, you could get a feeling without having to take the official tour. Like when we went to Notre Dame, we could really, there's a big thing about Notre Dame that we could just be seeing, just walking, and I was just really cold, and I didn't like that. But other than that, great school. And also, the Harvard campus is lovely, so I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, well, too. I mean, what if you're like, you want Hawaii? If you don't want a winter, yeah, yeah. that's not your campus. We'll actually get into the weather a bit, and too. But so some of the things that you should look for when you're at the school is the size, right? Yeah. Is it big? Is it little? Is it the, does it feel right? And student-wise, the number of people there, but also the campus, right? Because yeah. are there a lot of people? Are there not many people? Yeah. Is it smaller than your high school? Because there are a lot of colleges yeah. that are smaller than your high school. And then the campus, is it spread out? Is it going to be easy to get around? Are there grassy areas? Are there places for people to hang out? Do you see people hanging out? Yeah. Where are they? You know, some of the the distances, you could look at, like, 
uh, UC Santa Cruz is a beautiful campus. Yeah. But it's kind of spread out in a way like you got to take a bus. You know, like there's a yeah. there's a shuttle. So yeah, Michigan was that crazy like thing is you still have to get in there first. Also, true. <laughs> you have to get in, and then you have to figure out how you're getting to your class. Yeah. That's secondary. University of Michigan actually had a bus hub, right? So yeah. Like, you know, it's a big school when there's a hub on where you should go take yeah. the buses, not just a bus stop. So these are all things to look about because you want to see how do the students get around. Are they walking? Yeah. Are they riding bikes? Are there scooters? Like, that's what you loved about Notre yeah. Dame was the... That, that you were able scooters. to go... Like, because, I don't know. I, we didn't actually go all the way around, so we didn't know how spread out it was. It was definitely pretty spread out. But the thing is, is that do you have to have those things? Like, some people obviously don't know even how to ride a bike, but then... Will that factor into going to a college where you might have to ride a bike? I mean, look at it like, where are the dorms? If you wake up late, are you out of luck to get to class? Yeah. Right? Or are you going to just be able to, you know, grab your backpack and run and make it there okay? Yeah. The good thing about being there on campus during the school session is to see what it's like in between classes. Yeah. Because it could swarm. Like, some schools, like Stanford, at times were a little nerve-wracking to walk across because it's like you had bikes come in every direction or skateboards. And, you know, we were just in Ireland at uh, Trinity College and not looking at a tour, but we happened to see, like, in between classes. And you just knew it was in between classes because suddenly all the walkways were full. Yeah. So how are you going to navigate that is one thing. Because I've heard people at big schools say like, oh my gosh, it was so overwhelming. And of course, as a high school student, it's going to look overwhelming. But after a few weeks of being at that school. Yeah, but then also is that like something you're going to be able to get used to? Or or you just don't like that? You figure out the flow and you know where to stand and so you don't get hit by bike. Or where you ride your bike or all those things. Or you learn how to take a bike to the chest. Yeah. Okay, well hopefully you don't have to learn that. I've heard at Stanford, fist fights everywhere. Okay, so then there are schools that, like Northwestern, because it gets so cold, they have like their frostbite shuttle, you yeah. know, that they run when it's really cold. Because obviously you don't want to be out in the extreme weather, whether it's a freezing or especially freezing, but if it's really humid, yeah. you got to think about those schools. I know my sister, your aunt, was at the University of Arizona and like making sure you had water for that walk across campus because it was hot. It's a desert. So uh, looking at those things. And if you tour the schools in the summer, you don't get to see that, you know, so much because you're not going to have all the students there to know what the real class change, full population feel is like. Some of the other things to look at. Food options, right? Coffee options. Um, You know, I heard from someone that Auburn, I think, what did I say, has three Chick-fil-A's on campus. I didn't hear that, but... That's a lot, right? Yeah. And But I noticed that we always, when we toured with your sister, uh, that was always of note. Like, yeah. Um, Notre Dame had a bunch of food. Yeah. Obviously, like, University of Michigan had a ton of stuff around. Yeah. Uh, at the time that your sister was looking at USC, they had a 24-7 Starbucks, and I think oh. that's what she liked best about the school. <laughs> and I don't even know if it's still 24-7, but that was a standout for her. Yeah. So you also want to look at the common areas, like inside and out. Are there places to hang out? Do they facilitate mm-hmm. places to hang out by yeah. putting out chairs? Um, we saw, I feel like, fire pits at some schools, like the little yeah. propane ones. A lot of just indoor hanging out spaces. And yeah. that they were being utilized, so you know. Yeah, like at Vanderbilt, not only did they have a lot of green space and area to hang out, but we always saw people like throwing a Frisbee around and hanging out. 
Right. I, I think that's key. That yeah. They foster it and it's being used. Yeah. I always say look for bulletin boards. I always think that's fun because you'll see signs for different student groups or bands. What's going just on, A little yeah. more about the campus life that yeah. you wouldn't get from the tour. Weather-wise, I think it's always good to see a school at its worst. Yeah. Like one thing you might see on the bulletin at Stanford is where the weekly fist fights are going on. <laughs> And where all, like, the battles are going. Yeah, yeah, I bet. That's exactly what you see. I mean, you heard that they're really trying to pivot towards robot fighting at Stanford. So instead of, like, actually, like, throwing your gloves off and kind of, like, getting into the fisticuffs, now you're, like, putting out your robot. Okay. Well, that's great. A robot fighting yeah. is a little different. I, I don't know that they have signs up for the robot fighting. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's in code, so. Okay. Weather-wise, I think it's always good to see a school... Somewhat at its worst, right? Yeah. If, especially a California kid going to mm-hmm. a school in the snow, it's it's probably good to be there shock. in winter time, so you know yeah. at least a, a feel for it. Obviously, humidity—it's hard to get, but a lot of these schools, that's if you're there for the summer, and I don't know how yeah. you're going to be there for the summer. It really depends, but it's good to get a feel for the weather because every school looks great in late spring. Yeah, right. They're all yeah. beautiful with flowers and everything, but that's not what it's necessarily like. Yeah, year round. My real feel is the energy, like what you feel at the school, and yeah. that's nothing. A metric can't. You can't just like there's that. nothing on a website that can really show you what the vibes are yeah. you kind of got to be there and experience them yourself really take in those vibes yeah yeah what are some of the things that you thought to look for anything else i mean vibes and temperature <laughs> well like genuinely like i really when i say vibes that's more like how hustly bustly is the school like how many people are walking around like really just like the crowd kind of thing you were talking about earlier and then temperature is just like because obviously I've grown up on the coast my entire life. I think it would be very hard to go somewhere where it snows pretty often at least. So that's something just like how cold it is, how sunny it may be. Well, other than those two things, I really don't know. Because obviously I'm not actually going there and taking classes and seeing actually how it is. Do you look at anything like clothes? Well, I mean, I don't, I'm not thinking ahead of like, oh, for here I'll need to wear five jackets and a long sleeve t-shirt. No. So I guess really that's what I mean, I think that for the most part, all college guys especially yeah. dress kind of casual like you do. But I get, do you, yeah. you know. I'm not planning on buying a suit. I wasn't expecting you to buy a suit. Oh. But would you buy things that were not sweatpants? So no suit. That's a, still a thing. But probably maybe jeans. Mm. Maybe jeans. Let's clarify the maybe. Uh, but definitely more sweatpants. Yeah. I love sweatpants. Well, yeah. But it's like, so if if you were at a school, I guess it would probably stand out more if if people were wearing more dressier clothes than... Yeah, so no suits. Again, I wasn't thinking about suits. Okay, well then no tuxedo. If you more you like... always dress like you're ready for a pickup basketball game. And well, if they... Which you don't play. Yeah, well, I'm really just trying to make sure if somebody throws off their gloves on the side street, wherever we are, and they're trying to get into a fist fight... I'll be ready. Have you ever been in a fight? Have you, you? You're suddenly obsessed you haven't with it. You have seen my robot that I've created from oh, so scratch. Oh, so robot fight. Well... Why would you throw off gloves in a robot fight? How are you going to do the joystick? Okay. It's kind of hard. Okay. It takes a lot of skill. And you don't... Well, it's just like, since I've been in so many robot fights, not to mention just like the actual normal fist fights, I've kind of gotten like skills You've from that. You've been in that. zero. I've been in a number that's way higher than zero, I would say. 
like some would say past five figures in fights on which side of the decimal uh we're talking okay. left side okay let's digress here back to the tours so talk to students that is a key yeah. thing so when you take a tour it's almost always led by a student yeah and not an admissions person, but they usually have a little talk too. Yeah. And that's when the admissions official will give you some nuance on their details. Like, yeah, you could ask questions. I still point back to that um, Vanderbilt talk where they talked about the SAT scores to some yeah. And that gives a little bit more information, not a ton, but it's really the students that give the real information. Yeah. They will have sometimes some students there to answer questions in front of everyone, like a panel. Yeah. And they will give some good information there. But I feel like the real open information comes on the tour. Yeah. Like when you need to get into the fight at Stanford. So parents tend to focus on the admissions person that gives the talk. And my strong note to parents is take a back seat. You want the college to consider your student and an adult. They're going to consider your student an adult. This is where this should be led by the student, yeah. not by the parent, especially if you're asking questions that are easily Googleable. That is yeah. ridiculous to do that. If you could answer how many undergraduates are here, it's like, look it up. Don't yeah. raise your hand and ask a question. Let your kid ask their questions. If it's about money or financial aid, for sure, that's a great time for parents to speak up. If it's something that isn't getting addressed, that's another thing. But don't think that the admissions officer is going to jot down some note about your stellar special snowflake and help them get in. Because just chill out, as you would say, and let this be led by the students. Because, I mean, again, the parent isn't applying, the student is. Exactly. But some parents, I think, lose track of that. So what you should ask the student leading the tour is... Where they're from, they usually volunteer that information yeah. anyway, and what their major is. So you usually don't have to ask. But you could ask them why they picked the school. Yeah. They will usually say that too. But I know that um, when we did a Georgetown tour, the person leading the tour, oddly enough, was from the Bay Area. Yeah. We see a lot of Bay Area students leading these tours, which is great. But she admitted that she didn't get into Penn, and that's yeah. why she went to Georgetown. It ended up being a great decision for her. Yeah. If you're leading a tour, you generally love your school and want to share that. Yeah. But she gave some information on, like, she didn't get in, and this was not her first choice, and yeah. here's how it worked out. So you could get that information. I also like asking if that was the major that they applied under, because hearing if it's possible to change your major and how they went about that is helpful and that usually gets answered just in like the q a kind of section that they usually have for notre dame they both like the person talking and the person leading the tour had changed their majors yeah and it was really interesting to hear why they changed their major it was an easy process for both of them and then what they changed their major to those were all positive things for the school, especially hearing that it was easy to change their major because yeah. they realized that they made the wrong choice and that they were able to correct it with the support. Yeah, I thought there's flexibility. Exactly. Some other questions to ask is where they live on campus because they will definitely tell you about here's the freshman dorms, but like where do juniors live? Are they off campus? Are they on campus? Yeah. And then also the students are going to be a lot more honest about how the actual living conditions are because if you're like whatever off like a... I don't know who would be talking, but like admissions officer, you're not living there. So A, you probably don't know. And you're just going to say the best thing you can about it. Yeah, that's true. And like at Notre Dame, we learned a little bit about their housing situation is different from other schools. Like yeah. you kind of are, and it felt very Hogwarts to me. Like yeah. Like you're sorted into a house and then you're like best friends or whatever. Yeah. And you do everything. 
Yeah. It was it was interesting, and he gave us a lot more perspective than we would have had yeah. just from reading about it. So that's good. A Greek life is another thing. Yeah. If you're interested in Greek life, or if you're not interested in Greek life, because you if you yeah hate it, you don't want to end up at a school where you feel pressure to be yeah. in a fraternity or sorority. So questions about that sports. I mean, also that I guess is more you call it just that's also kind of easy to see through like googling. Well, if it's obvious, it's like oh, if you say like oh whatever, blah, 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 University of Virginia's D1 and blah, blah, blah. There's that for the main sports. Yeah. But if you wanted to play club sports, there's usually a little bit more information That's about, true. like, is it possible? Like, how competitive yeah. is it? Could you actually go to the school and play for their club? Yeah. And, like, when we toured Notre Dame, we learned that there's a club for any sport. Like, so if you want to play soccer, but you can't actually get on the main team or you don't want to be on the main team, then there's going to be, like, a couple levels of, like casualness to the casual, clubs. Yeah. like house teams yeah. and stuff loosely yeah if you, if you want to play yeah. like enjoy it but you don't actually want to there play. are options one parent question i did ask and this was at notre dame especially which is the airport transportation yeah because that's something that doesn't it's not on the website but it's some schools it's complicated some yeah. schools you just take an uber it's right there it's no big deal mm-hmm. some have a shuttle and some are far from an airport and you got to figure out how to get there and yeah. that's that's a good question, especially when you're a freshman and don't really know people or don't know people yeah. in cars. Any other questions that you would think? Nothing for me. Okay. But the other thing is, like, so you have your tour where you could ask a student a question. But what I've heard from the students I work with is that talking to random students helps a lot. And a lot of times it's been where they've been lost and they needed help, like, getting a direction to a building or yeah. something. And they will ask, I know one person said that like at Cornell, she got into a great conversation and the students saw that she was lost and said, can I help you find, figure out where you're going? And then they talked and it ends up they were from the same area, the same school. And so that actually gave a ton of information. Yeah. You know, don't be afraid to ask a student a question because they were in your position before. They know what it's like to be standing there with your mom or dad or both and lost. They've been in your position. They'll mostly answer but just watch out at stanford because the robot fights or just the normal fights oh because i mean there's usually they're pretty they'll be pretty nice if you forgot your robot at home they'll just do a normal fight Uh uh-huh so just be ready ready to throw off your gloves and fight yeah yeah okay great have you ever been to stanford i don't think yeah i have been to i mean it's where i built my robot got that all functional setup yeah okay never even seen a robot here one thing to note, though, is that you should write down some of your thoughts after, even if it's just uh, on your phone, because it's really easy to have the schools blend together. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that school. Oh, wait, did that guy say that at that school or was it at this other school? Yeah. Or you just expect your mom to think about it and, like, remember all those things. Yeah. Which that works for me. That's been your, your MO for life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but then there are other ways to show demonstrated interest. And if you don't take a tour, don't worry about taking a tour. Yeah. You can always visit a school after the acceptances have gone out if you want to make sure that that is the location for you. But like I said before, many of the top schools don't track interest. If you want to show interest, just look online. If they send you an email, click open that email. If they send you a QR code in the mail or a URL, look at those. Because those things they would be tracking if they're a school that tracks. This does come up a little bit for smaller schools, like I said, because there's yield protection. They want the number of kids they accept to the highest number possible to enroll. Yeah. So they want to make sure that you're interested. 
And then even schools that say they don't track could possibly track. Like, yeah. I didn't see this at Stanford, but I have a friend who, a colleague who worked at a top five school and said that it would come up when they were pulling kids off of the wait list. Yeah. And it wasn't like, how did they come tour the school? But it was like, have they opened their last few emails to yeah. us? Yeah. So it doesn't take more than a second to open up those, follow the link and open yeah. the email, do those little things. That's going to show interest. I mean, you could always look at virtual events the school is offering or a virtual tour and sign up for those, especially if it's a school that tracks interest, because that'll just show. In, but it, it also gives you some information. You get to see some pictures of the school. Granted, it's highly yeah. curated, but you get a little bit more information. So take those. It doesn't it doesn't hurt to take a few more minutes and, and look at these things. Yeah. My last advice for looking at schools, though, is don't go wild at the bookstore. Like if you want to get a sweatshirt or a shirt, you know, buy one, but you could end up hating that school in a few months. Yeah. Wait till you get in to really go wild at the, yeah. the bookstore. It adds up. Oh, for sure it adds up. And when you get in, you are going to go crazy or your parents are going to go crazy buying the t-shirts and sweatshirts and stickers, but... And then that weird flag thing that's outside that always folds, and I don't know why they got it, but it's like kind of there. For your sister's school? Yeah, and then it gets like caught on the plant that's right next to and it just seems like bad positioning, but then, like, where else would you put it? It's good positioning. We're but then proud. it gets caught all the time. Yeah, we're proud. I'll see if we buy a flag for your school. I hope not, because then it's just going to get caught on the plants. Okay, we'll tie it to your robot. Oh, maybe a full-sized flag. That would be cool. And you could, like, put it up next to our American flag. How about just... We don't have an American flag. How about just a decal for your robot? That could also work. Yeah, we'll, we'll consider that. Yeah, try to put it on when it's off, though, because when it's on, it might think you're attacking I'm sure it's a fighter. Yeah. Yeah, it's ready to throw Real its tough. gloves off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the joystick that you're operating. Yeah, it comes pre-gloves off, though, so... Okay, so that's it for tours. You don't have to do them. I think it's kind of a fun thing to do, yeah. just to get a better idea, but it's not mandatory by Yeah, any. and it's a great thing if you're in the area on other vacation. Yeah. Just check it out. Yeah, check it out. All right, well, we'll leave that. Leave a little something for next time. Thank you very much. See ya.